Weekly Warp Pipe. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Weekly Warp Pipe, a podcast dedicated to retro video games, 80s and 90s toys, and all things nostalgia. We are part of the Dorkening Podcast Network, and we're brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. This week, we're jumping in the Warp Pipe and going back, taking a look at 90s game shows, mostly kids' game shows that you remember watching growing up. Maybe you guys remember some of these. Maybe not. Maybe we'll discover a new show. Maybe you could go back and watch it. <laughs> Before we get into it, though, guys, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. Alright, what's up everyone? Welcome back to the Weekly War Pipe. I'm Russ Lyman. I'm Innie S. Addict. Fantastic. Great to be here. <laughs> We're going to be chatting about game shows back in the 90s. Tons oh, yeah. There's a whole bunch of them. We're not going to get to all of them. I was kind of focusing more on maybe like the kids-based ones there. We don't have to talk about Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, right? <laughs> you guys all know those have been on forever. They're still on now. Kind of the ones in the past where they, they're not on anymore, too. Yeah. I'd like to find some of those. I don't know if they stream them anywhere or if you have to buy like DVD sets. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of them might be on YouTube. The people that uploaded them like illegally or something. So it might yeah. be in parts. But yeah, I don't know if any of these game shows have like DVD sets. Like if that was a thing then or maybe VHS tape sets. I'll have to, <laughs> I'll have to get on and, and, and do some eBay and and see. Yeah, maybe you guys can let us know if maybe this is one of your favorite shows and you're like, oh, yeah, I got it on DVD. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> what, what's uh, what's one on the list here? We got we got a list of about like maybe eight or nine. And we got we asked you guys as well. So maybe there'll be some on there that we haven't discussed. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go for it and go kick it, it off with a uh, double dare. Double dare. Absolutely. The, the gross game of challenges. That's right. <laughs> Hosted by Mark Summers. It's in. So I've heard, I don't know if this is true, but I heard Mark Summers was like very OCD, like very clean freak. And it's like for him to be the host of a show that everything gets messy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's insane. I don't secretly. know how true that is, but <laughs> I don't know. All I know is uh, he was a great host. He always had cool hair, kind of cool nineties outfits and, button-up shirts he kind of reminded me of like uncle joey from uh full house yeah 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 i could see that totally for sure <laughs> but uh yeah uh double dare i mean i remember watching that on nickelodeon at my grandma's house because i didn't have cable back then mm -hmm. and um it's just so much fun to watch all the challenges and then you know at the end there's like a is there like a gauntlet like Big old obstacle course, yeah. A different, different um, challenges that you're going through. 
And and wasn't it like per each challenge you won like a different item? Like, and if you get the flag, you know, across the bridge, you get this new Super Nintendo, you know. And then if you make it past that and through the jungle, you'll get this brand new telescope. Wasn't it kind of like that, or am I making that up? <laughs> I like the prizes that you're you're coming up with. <laughs> you know? I could be here. We got the uh, the wiki page up here. We can kind wiki of wiki. The, um, the main game. Oh, there was. Each team on the original Double Dare and Super Sloppy Double Dare. Ooh, Mark Summers. Heard of that one. Um, see, each round begins with a toss-up physical challenge. Both teams compete with the winning team receiving both initial control of the round and money for their score. Um, let's see if it says about prizes. The second round plays the same as the first with questions values doubled. Um, where do they get on to? The prizes here, physical challenges are often messy stunts that a team has to perform in a specific time, usually 20 or 30 seconds, although occasionally 10 to 15 seconds. Um, the team wins money and retain control for competing the stunt. Otherwise, the money and control pass to their opponents. That's right. I think I think you got the choice to do um the the challenge or not or you could give it to the other or team or you could pass it so it's kind of like if they fail then you would get the points you can kind of size it up like is this good for our family you know like if you got like a really good basketball player maybe it's shooting baskets or something right right and yeah. you're like i don't think we can do it so then you, you or if pass it's it like them if it would have been me i'd be like no i'm terrible at basketball let's pass it to russ's team oh what about this for example pies in the pants a contestant has to catch a set number of pies in a pair of oversized clown pants with a specific time limit. Sounds like so much fun. And what is this one? They're all in like a bowl They're of spaghetti. spaghetti. That's amazing. <laughs> to catch a meatball in a bowl of spaghetti. That's awesome. I want to be the person that was like designing like these challenges. Yeah. The, the Sunday slide being prepared on a 1987 double dare obstacle course. So he's putting whipped cream and all that. So you're going to come down this, the slide and then you're going to have to find what the flag and all the, the oh, yeah. in, in Sundayness. So it's either there or the iconic big nose where you're digging through the snots to find the flag at the end of the challenge. That's right. You got to find that flag. I'm picking my nose for those of you that can't see. I'm trying to find trying to find a flag, but all I found is some boogers. Or some gold. <laughs> some gold. Um, yeah, super cool concept, really fun. I I remember watching it. It came up on um we were watching um the Goldbergs. And, oh yeah. And, and they had like tryouts that came to their their school and they did like a small course there. I love the Goldbergs so much. So that was that was a fun one. So yeah, double dare. Um it said originally Nickelodeon 1986 to 87, then 1990 to 93, year 2000. Then it took a break and did came back 2018 and 2019. Yeah, I'm going to have to find it on YouTube or somewhere because I'm down to watch some Double Dare now. So Plus, the, I kind of want my kids to see it. Right, right. To be like, what are these wild uh, <laughs> challenges that these what are, are these? doing? wild and crazy kids i was gonna say wasn't that a show wild and crazy kids <laughs> yeah it was good transition <laughs> i'm trying to remember how how was that different from double dare <laughs> i did i think it just had a different name 
wild and crazy kids american television. all i remember was the font and they wore different colored t-shirts other than that i couldn't tell you what happened on wild and crazy kids. i think i think it's coming back to me the t-shirts um <clears throat> make i wish there was more pictures on this on this here it will go to images wild and crazy it's gonna bring up here we go nickelodeon well, and the crazy kids. That's right. So that you got different colored teams. So yellow shirts, blue shirts, and all that. You got to look they... out for those blue shirts. They look pretty strong. <laughs> but what was the what was the show about? I can't remember. Let's let's uh, go to Wiki and find out. Each episode, contestants of three games with one host. Um, let's see. The teams were identified by the color shirts they wore. Games varied in style. Many were takeoffs on playground games, sports with unusual rules at it, or messy games involving pies or slime. Always pies and slime. When Always pies and slime. Majority of the shows were filmed at various community parks and beaches in the greater Los Angeles area. Um, let's see. So 22 minutes long. Um, how many episodes? 75 episodes, and it aired... July 4th, 1990 through December, 1992. Wow. Right before my ninth birthday. Playground games included a giant game of Simon Says, which looked more like a comedy routine by leader Brian Seaman. Red light, green light. Uh, Cops and robbers played on the set of Miami Vice. Spectacular at Universal Studios Hollywood. That's kind of cool. Uh, tug of War. I'm, I'm so I'm na <laughs> I'm naming all these games down now. We just described Squid Games, dude. You know what's funny? <laughs> I was literally thinking, huh? I wonder if like whoever made Squid Games was like obsessed with wild and crazy kids. That is so funny. That is literally exactly what wow. I was so interesting. Yeah, I I definitely seen this show here and there. It didn't stand out as much, but Wild and Crazy Kids for sure. Yeah. Um, what about another class with most of these? It could have just been all the Nickelodeon, I guess, game shows. What yeah. about guts? Guts. Do you have enough guts? I don't remember the whole line, but um, yeah, guts was awesome. Uh, once again, I can't differentiate it from double dare or wild and crazy kids. <laughs> so unfortunately let's read about it because I don't remember. Well, the main thing I know about guts is at the end, you had to climb the Astro Crag. The Agro Crag. The Agro Crag. I yeah, thought it was Astro yeah, I remember space. that. <laughs> um, so it was a big giant mountain, and you're climbing up it, and these boulders are coming down from you. And um, you know, if you get hit, you fall off. But if you got to the top, you ended up getting the trophy and a piece of oh, that. The Agro Crag. And it was like neon green lit up or something like that oh, i've man. seen one come up i think on ebay for like a what? couple hundred dollars why can, would somebody sell that i bet you i bet you it's on <laughs> ebay right now i don't know if anyone bought it let's see guts uh is is it astro or aggro it's aggro aggro oh dude it's a replica aggro crag Oh, it's, you got a, a replica one? It's green with like three lights on it. I'm not even spelling it correctly. A-G-G-R-O-C-R-A-G. -G -G. Oh, because I'm putting a K. I'm being cool. I'm using a K. There we go. Oh, yeah. Here's like replica tiny ones for $45.
Yeah. There's like keychain ones. Let's see. Sold sold items though. I could have sworn someone had an actual one up there at, at, at least at one point. Yeah, these are all like 25 bucks. I mean, I can get get one of those and throw it throw it on the shelf. <laughs> there you go. You can be the guts winner. Dude, look all at right. this thing. That that's the actual aggro crag. Oh, you're like showing the pink and blue lights. It looks right. pretty intense, doesn't it? Well, so it's divided up between the different players and which section they get to go up. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because you got like three it, challengers at once, right? Right. And it had like, you know, smoke mach smoke machines on there. Um, the whole nine essentially was uh crossbows like shooting at you. All right, let's see. Nickelodeon guts. <laughs> uh Sports competition series hosted by Michael Maley. I don't think I remember him. It ran Michael from 92 Malley. to 95. Each episode featured three young athletes competing against each other in four extreme versions of athletic events, culminating in a fifth and final round, which was set three competitors to race up the artificial mountain to decide the victor. Yeah. Okay. I'm starting to remember this now. Um, okay. Let's see. Well, most of these events included the use of elastic harnesses. Others made use of wave pool and sometimes racing tracks is used. Um, competitors are awarded points based on their um, performance in each event. First place in each event is worth 300 points. Um, the player with the most points after all five events won the game and received the gold guts medal and a fox glowing piece of the aggro crag. Yeah. Um, can the contestants are introduced in the breaks between events in a segment dubbed "Spill Your Guts." That's right. They tell so, you so about then the like, person. This is Russ. He loves Nintendo and drives a Mario car. His favorite sports are <laughs> whatever. He's, he's from Connecticut, and, and he's got too many YouTube channels to name. <laughs> he's lucky to be in this event with his dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool that's cool um the crack the fifth and final event each episode pits three contestants to race and climb um called the aggro crag in seasons one and two i didn't know this then they changed it to the mega crag in season mega three crag. and then the super aggro crag on global guts global guts i guess they were trying to be inclusive Global Guts spinoff featuring competitors from various countries. That's it. Makes sense. And then what is this? Nickelodeon's Guts All Stars. Um, Maybe former competitors that like really succeeded. I guess we're all three best from the previous seasons. Mike Superman Schmidt, Jane of the Warrior Warring, and Kila the Maniac Marchawauka. I can't even say these names. Jeez. Say that five times. Was the first one Schmidt? Like Schmidt's Creek? Like Maybe. It's S-C-H-M-I-D-T. Schmidt? Although you say that, Russ. I don't this know. Is, this is rated, rated PG. <laughs> so that was that was um, Guts. Nickelodeon Guts. Nickelodeon Guts! Yeah, okay, cool. Guts, sweet. Um, This is the one that I remember... A little more about uh legend of the hidden temple absolutely absolutely the big 
big old face on there that were talking. Well, he had a name too. Now I'm forgetting his name. Do you know, Ed, remember his name? Ed. That up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it was like he looked like the uh, the stone. Uh, what were they? What, is it called the Stone Island? Oh, you're thinking of Easter Island or Easter something? Island? Yeah, like the the people on Easter Island, kind of like that. But he would like talk and stuff and light up. He had red eyes that lit up. So, um, and he would kind of tell you what like like secrets of the challenge. But what I remember most about this was like the names of the logos on their on their clothes. Absolutely. It was yeah. like it was like, all right, you're the purple cheetahs, you're the gold monkeys, you know, you're the purple, <laughs> you're the you're the yellow toucans or whatever. I guess it's purple toucans because I'm purple looking at the pictures. The, yeah. the green monkeys. Green monkeys. Yeah. I don't think what did you say before the it was, it was cheetahs, right? Something cheetah. Uh let's see. Here, I'll I'll go to our wiki page so you guys can see what, what the uh what the purple called. parrots. Was it yeah, purple parrots? Silver snakes. The silver snakes. It's up at the top. I saw it. I was reading it. Was. it. Where was that? I don't see uh, it. Orange orange iguanas, green monkeys. Yep. You can red, get these shirts red, too. red jaguars and blue barracudas. There we go. So yeah, I've seen these shirts for sale like online. So if you want to represent that um, legends of the hidden temple um, had three seasons, 120 episodes. And let's see, when did it run? Those are the producers. Uh, oh, here we go. 93 to 95 on Nickelodeon. So that was a good time. That was, that was like a pretty popular time for those shows. 93 to 95. Right. Like that was, Strike while the iron's hot, basically. Wow. It began airing September 11th, 1993. How what how ironic is that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Show originally aired on week weekends at 630. In that time slot, it increased the Nielsen rating from 1.5 to 2. Due to this success, the show began airing weekdays at 530 p.m. So I guess it did well. And they're like, all right, let's give it a bump. Yeah. Uh, gameplay. The set design of Legends of Hidden Temple was based on the Indiana Jones movies and Marie, Marina Ariberg. I don't know who that is. We'll just go with Indiana Jones. Yep. <laughs> um, it's described as a, a combination of Jeopardy and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Set design has been described as Mayan and included yep. areas for different types of physical challenges um, with like pools of water, emotes, a uh, set of steps, the steps of knowledge, vertical labyrinth, the hidden temple. At the temple's gate was a talking Olmec. Olmec head. Yeah, Olmec. Yep. <laughs> so it wasn't Bob. <laughs> um, so round one was the moat. Um, six teammates attempted to cross a narrowing swimming pool known as the moat in a pre-described manner. Round two was the steps of knowledge. Olmec began the round by telling the remaining teams the episode's legend and the featured artifact, which became the theme for the remainder. Ep That's right, because at the end, they were going through the, the temple, um, the temple, and they had to find the artifact within that and grab it before like that's right the stone monsters would come out and grab yeah. them. it would be like a like a like an aladdin's lamp or something like that you know like a and that's cool that they they would change you know it's not the same thing every episode so props to them to like switch it up and then you're also learning mm. like this kind of like heritage of like 
maybe Mayan culture or whatever they decide it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Definitely a fun one. I think I did hear, I don't know if anything would come in. I did hear they were going to try to bring this back though. Sweet. I thought there were newer episodes. I don't uh, know. Yeah. But it was a great show. Oh, it's, there was a movie in 2016 that says. Hmm. Maybe that's what I was thinking about a movie or something a movie? coming back. Weird. Legends of Hidden Temple movie. I don't know. Some for some reason it reminds me of Temple Run. That was like a game that was popular on iPhone about <laughs> 12 years ago. <laughs> I do. Where you were this little game. guy running through the running through a very similarly staged like ruins, mine ruins with like three monkeys chasing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> um, we'll do one more before we take a quick break. Um, Jay said he doesn't know too much about this one here, um, but I definitely remember watching this one a ton, and that's where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> that's all I remember is the song. The song was catchy. I mean, I tell you that. Um, I don't think it had a cartoon too at one point. It did have a cartoon, yeah. So they took it. Um, a little bit step further, and it did have a video game, so yep. it had the, the the only thing I guess it didn't have was uh toys. Thank Usually, God. you get you get all you know, I mean, maybe it did, and we just never seen them. I guess you could just grab, but what are they gonna sell like the uh red jacket and the fedora hat that she wears? <laughs> or maybe, maybe, maybe there's a, a action figure, I'm googling it now. Oh, okay, but yeah, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Was another fun game show, and it. Basically, he tried to give kids some some knowledge, worldly knowledge, essentially mixed up into this. So they'll be asking questions. Um, let's see. Game show based on a computer game series. So it was based on the computer game first. Show was hosted by Greg Lee. Um, series videotaped in New York. Um, let's see what it breaks down. The show was uh, in 1996. Graphic. Wendy's came out with a, a Happy Meal kids meal. That featured um, like six different items from Carmen San Diego. Oh, okay. So something close there. Uh, each episode consisted of three middle school age contestants, 10 to 14 years of age, competing against one another, answering geographic related trivia questions to determine the location of one of Carmen San Diego's cronies, eventually Carmen herself. Throughout the program, the contestants are referred to as gumshoes and reference to fledging detectives just starting out in the profession. These two gumshoes so go like slipping a... through the cracks. <laughs> so there's a little uh, on-set picture there. Um, and that's they had acne on there, so that kind of reminded me of um like Looney tiny Tunes Looney Tunes. Tunes. yeah and all that like they had that brand in there but um some images you know there's there's carmen herself classic you know red like jump coat or what we did raincoat yeah big hat. it's like april o'neill but red right and, and she, she has no eyes no eyes <laughs> she was basically like a a um i'm gonna say not a detective but a uh a, a a spy. No, it's like a, what's a not a thief. Cat burglar, or I guess a thief. She would steal like um different relics uh, across the world. So you're trying to find her. That was the main concept of this there. 
but yeah, they did hear they did have the uh, cartoon series that came out, which is pretty sweet. Looks like a Ninja Turtle background. Oh yeah, I could almost see yeah, the art style. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then I remember. I think at the the climactic thing, there was a big map, and you would be at your podium, and they would answer questions, and you would have to run to the map and be like africa and like put the thing down they're like and you're like oh okay i gotta go over here it's europe and they're like okay ding 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 run back and you would have to like put the flags down and then eventually you would either catch carmen or she would escape and then you didn't win the prize but yeah i definitely definitely remember the the theme song the most and uh yeah if it came on i'd I'd put it on whether i learned anything about geographical stuff i don't know maybe not maybe none of it got retained (laughs) Well, that's okay, Russ. It's other ways to learn. That's right. Like video games. That's right. (laughs) Well, guys, uh, if you want to check out some other cool podcasts that are on the Dorkening Podcast Network, then listen to this. Hey, what's going on? I'm Steven. And I'm Ron. And we're the hosts of the Super Retro Throwback Reviews Audio Podcast. If you like to hear the latest pop culture news with some smart-ass commentary as well as the latest movie reviews, then check us out. Not to mention, we are a multi-award nominated and now an award-winning podcast. So we're doing something right. God knows how that happened. So check us out on all major podcasts and distributors and check out Super Retro Throwback Reviews on all social media platforms. And we're back. All right. We asked you guys on our various social media pages what you thought about 90s game shows. Maybe you remember some. Um, we got Instagram, Facebook, and our YouTube page. So be sure to be following us. Just the weekly award pipe. So let's uh, let's hear what you guys had to say. What did you say? What did you say? Springfield, let's hear from you. <laughs> I love that. I love it. <laughs> All right, let's see. This is on our um, this is this Instagram page. Ooh. Retroholics. I love figure it figure it out on Nick. I don't know if you remember that one. Figure it out. I, I saw it like when I was doing some research for this, but I don't remember figure it out at all. We'll have to let me let me do a quick quick Google search here. Figure sounds it out. like I need to figure it out. Nick. Any of this there's slime involved. No, Look at that. Of course. Oh, there's Pete and Pete. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think I remember them talking about it and it had like celebrities from Nickelodeon. Okay. That you kind of like partnered with almost. Gotcha. From afar. So figure it out. I, yeah, I can't say I'd seen that. So maybe I'll have to check that one out. Cup of Retro. Eric says Legends of the Hidden Temple. What was the one with the locker room? Is he talking about you can't do that on television? I think that was where a, they where they come out of the lockers and they're like, "Hey, blah blah blah." Right. If he's talking about that, that's more of a, a, a TV sitcom, show. like yeah. yeah, sitcom. And they would also get slimed on that as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tyler says, "Where in the world is Carmen San Diego?" There you go. I put love that one in a catchy theme song. <laughs> uh, Mike says, "Physical challenge." Isn't that just from Double Dare? Physical challenge. That might be because I posted a picture of the Double Dare here. Yeah. David Apuzo, Legend of the Hidden Temple, Guts, and Nick Arcade. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about Nick Arcade here in a minute. 
And then Mike again chimed in with Wild and Crazy Kids, Nick Arcade, and Guts. Yep. Definitely classic ones. Um, Facebook. What do we got on Facebook? Matthew Durkin says, Double Dare was amazing as a kid and really set the stage for a bunch of great shows to follow. Nickelodeon Guts, Legend of the Hidden Temple, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, and American Gladiators were also some of my favorites. Yeah, American Gladiators was awesome. Awesome. Tim Robbins says, Supermarket Sweep. Huh. I don't remember that. see that one? I don't think so. Supermarket sweep. I think I vaguely remember this one here. What do you like run around and get like some teddy grams or something? Get some teddy grams. Maybe some uh some giggles. This is probably oh, this, so this show's must have been going on for a while. There's the Jolly Green Giant. This looks ho, like ho, ho. early right. 80s. I That's think awesome. essentially you were in a superstore and eventually at the end you would um go through all the aisles and grab a bunch of stuff, and maybe you had to get to a certain um, like money wise, maybe he's only spend a certain amount. Probably within like a parameter, like you couldn't spend more than a hundred, but you couldn't spend less than ninety five. You know, like right in the sweet spot, maybe. I don't know. Possibly I'm making that up. <laughs> then over on our YouTube page, I asked the same thing as well. We got a few comments on here. M and J Games says definitely guts. Legend Legends of the Hidden Temple and Nick Arcade. Seventh Angel AD says, "Am I the only one who remembers?" Maximum Drive and Masters of the Maze. I also enjoyed watching I'm Telling as well. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've those. seen I haven't seen any of those. Yeah. What well, what channel was that on? <laughs> That's true. I, I wonder what yeah, if it wasn't on Nickelodeon. I guess I wasn't watching it. Uh Mike chimed in again. Saturday, Nick was where it's at. Wild and Crazy Kids, Nick Arcade, and Double Dare. Yep. Pure Profit. Some of my favorites were Figure It Out. XUXA? Mm. Don't know what that is. And video power. Video power. Nice. Tony. Tony says Guts, Legend of the Hidden Temple, Double Dare, Nick Arcade, and What Would You Do? I remember What Would You Do just a little bit. Let me see. What would. What, 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 what would you do? Game Nickelodeon. Show. Was it on game? Was it on Nickelodeon? Oh, yeah, um, here it is. I remember that eyeball for sure because it would blink. <laughs> the logos of like the '90s are great. They are. Looks, is it, is Mark Summers. I say, is that the same host? <laughs> that guy made millions off game shows. I guess. Hey, stick to it. What would you do? Full episode. Yeah. Did you, did you say snick to it? <laughs> I wish I did. Look at the Pie Pod. That thing. Oh, I remember the Pie Pod. It was. Think pies in your face. Okay, yeah, I tried to zoom in on the picture. Okay, so I'll, I'll have to check some of those out there. Bye, bud. Yeah. And what we, we had one more mm. Andy. Andy from the YouTube channel, The 90s Are Rad, said, Hidden Temple is the best. Hidden Temple was so good. I'll have to see about that movie that they they came up with there. I don't know. I oh. feel like it could still it could still work as a game show now. Totally. What you want to talk about next? We still got American Gladiators. Yes. Now I did watch that a bunch. Yeah. The main thing is like the names of the gladiators, right? Yeah. Like what would be like, like, uh, Axel laser, laser, blazer. There was probably blazer too. I was going to say that, uh, (laughs) 
at the game anymore. Uh, I'm going to look them up. Gladiators show. Definitely. They definitely had some awesome names. 89. Okay. It started in 89. Uh, let's show you guys here. Do, 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 do. Oh, and they did a revival in, in 2008. All right. Where are the gladiators? Changes. Events. Here's the events. List the gladiators. Blaze. Gladiator and their name. Okay, Malibu. Some of these are the girls. Lace, Zap, um, Nitro. That one stood out. Yep, there is Blaze and Laser. Bronco. Bronco. (laughs) Diamond. Thunder. Turbo. Storm. Tower. Viper. (laughs) Cyclone. Electra, Siren, I'm just kind of bouncing around. Hawk, Tank, mm. Thunder, <laughs> Tower, Turbo. Did you already say Viper? Yeah, I think I said those. <laughs> Atlas, Cyclone, Electra. Pretty good. Havoc. So this Lace was number two. <laughs> basically, um, you go up again. You get these average Joe schmoes. Um, and you'd go up against the gladiators in different events. One of the main one I definitely remember was the um, when you stood on the towers and you had the um, what would you joust call them? the joust, and you trying to hit him off the tower. They go and skate or die. Right, right. <laughs> That's on the NES game. The um, not not skate or die, but the American Gladiator NES game. That part's pretty fun, actually. I think it's also if you played. Um, Bart versus the Juggernauts kind of gives me that American Gladiators vibe. I don't remember that one. Yeah, that was on the Game Boy. Oh, that's why. Um, Game Boy sucks. What? <laughs> the Game Boy sucks. Game Gear all the way. If you guys right. listen to past episodes, you know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Does it have what the competitions are? Four competitors, two men, two women in most episodes. The player are referred to throughout the series as the contenders. Um, events. Six to eight events were played per show. Okay, so here are some of the events here. Um, hang tough, assault, joust, slash whiplash, uh, gauntlet, tug of war. Oh, I remember they had to go through the... Um, I know eventually they got to a section where um, the gladiator had like a cannon that would he yeah. shoot, shoot oh, these yeah. balls out at like uh, 70 miles an hour. And you had to go to different stations and you would have like one shot at this station to try to hit the gladiator or like, I don't know if you had to hit him or like a target. Above Probably a head. target triggered and, something. And you'd like dive and roll to the next one. That's so fun. <laughs> If you watch uh, Mark Roberg, he um, on his YouTube channel, he built this um, warehouse studio thing with his his stuff that he does. And he has one of those guns in there. And he actually had one of the um, gladiators come out to like christen it. Wow. And he was like driving around on like a go kart down and he was like getting shot at. (laughs) It it almost sounds like Rob Dyrdek's Fantasy Factory. Oh, okay. Just where anything you could think of comes true. You want a gun that shoots balls? Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. 
Um, can you think of any other? Um, I guess uh, the only other one that I the only other one that I think we should hit up on was Nick Arcade. Yes, yes, Nick Arcade. Let me look because obviously up. it was about video games, video yes. games, the video games. I don't know if it was arcades or just games in general. Like, so here's some uh, still images you could check out with the contestants here. Um, oh look, so here's a back. They got Sonic Two. Ooh, they're showcasing Gun Knack. Gun Knack. Wow. What are their? It's kind of an expensive NES game. Oh, looks like they're playing Atari here. I can see the uh, the paddles. Oh, the Pong paddles. Yeah. Um, those are cut off, so you can't really see those arcade games. But I, I wonder if it's almost like like a first look at some of these games. You know, Yeah. Basically, basically this show was, um, I would say, inspiration from what The Wizard had as their big game show. Like the movie The Wizard. Yeah. And he had like the Armageddon. Yeah, and they were, and they were play- so they. I'm sure took inspiration from Nick Arcade. You, you mean the other way around? Nick Arcade took inspiration from the Wizard. Did the Wizard come out first? What? Oh, does that say 1992? Yeah, the Wizard came out in '90. Really? Because it was right at Super Mario Brothers three. Remember? Right. So, but it was the other way around. They're probably like, wow, what a great idea. Let's do what that. A great idea. Let's see. Shows were taped December 1991 and aired early 92. Yeah. Wizard came first. Wow. How about that? Okay. And Nick Arcade, two teams and contestants played two individual trivia rounds with the winner advancing to the video zone to play against the virtual video game wizard of the day. How, how fitting is that? They even stole the name. <laughs> Video game wizard. Hmm. What, imagine, imagine you're playing against uh, Fred, Fred Savage. Savage. Or the, no, the, what's the little kid's name? Uh, Dan- Danny. California. California kid. Um, let's see. Oh, so here's the games. Um. Oh, these aren't actual games. Then Is I don't know. Meteoroids. Meteoroids. Laser surgeon. Brainstorm. Battle of the bands. Star defenders. Post haste. Oh, look, a side-scrolling race-type game where players control the mailman trying to dodge obstacles, inspired by Paperboy. Oh. Um, so I wonder if some of them... So they probably could only get the licenses maybe for certain games. Or maybe they made up their own games, but then showcased a couple real games for like maybe the final challenge or something. Right, right. Let me I'm see. I'm guessing what happened here. I don't know. Does it show any of... Uh... Sorry, guys, for bringing you such quality content where I don't know <laughs> anything about any of these things. Level two season. We're two. learning together. That's it. <clears throat> the pilot. The show tape four pilots with a videotape of one of the episodes available. The format was the same, but there were some differences. Um, oh, there's celebrities that Joey Fatone, later a member of NSYNC, appeared on season one, episode 14. Wow. Um, the cast of Clarissa explains it all. Salute your shorts and welcome freshman appeared on three celebrity episodes. Nice. That's pretty cool. Um, attempted revival in 2015. That they tried to re- redo it here. Yes. Yeah, so I, I don't see where I guess they got the actual games like what you would play. Yeah. Um, the video but- zone was actually a five action video game with three levels using 
video monitors to see themselves. So they're like, were they like in the game? That's right. I do remember that. That's Um, cool. Let's see. I wonder here if I can bring up some, some visual of that. Pick arcade. Video zone. Yeah, I think it was like a green screen action going on. That's kind of cool. Oh, yes, yes. Here we go. This this one here. I don't know if you guys are hear audio, but you could see it. So were they like superimposed onto like a game background? Yeah. Like you see how it's working? Yeah. So they would like run back and forth and kind of touch something on the wall, which would interact with. It's almost like a very primitive like Windows game or something like so that. So it's so it's like they're actually doing the challenge, but there's a green screen, so it looks like they're in a video game. Yes. So what you're seeing on TV at home probably is very different from what the player's experiencing at the studio. Right, because they obviously there was probably like a green ladder for them to climb down that or whatever. Right. This they're probably laying on the ground and crawling on the floor of the hit. Right. With it, with it being taped overhead. Enchanted what? fight. It's like you versus Elsa. Oh, no, you're on. It's, <laughs> it's like Aladdin. You're on a carpet. You just jumped over a dinosaur and he's ducking under people shooting yeah. lasers. And at you him. have to get the coins and stuff. So a certain amount of coins. I dig it. Yeah. yeah kind of fun. That I dog definitely... just bit that kid's face off. <laughs> Not really. I definitely remember this. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. So you're climbing the trees. So very interactive here. So I'm not sure when you got to actually play, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog or whatever right. like it shows in the. Uh... It's possible they were just in the background for for like uh, advertising purposes, too. Maybe they never even got to play them. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, you guys can let us know in the comments. Educate us. Educate us. Educate us. <laughs> if you guys want to call in and give us some uh topic ideas or let us know how we're doing on the podcast you can at 949-682-9277 or catch us on the web at the weekly warpipe.com we got all sorts of merch there you can pick up a a mug stickers magnets t-shirts jay's got a mug as well <laughs> nothing oh there's a guitar pick in there guitar pick in, i got water in mine or catch us every Saturday and Wednesday for new episodes of the weekly war pipe. Um, and yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we're on, we're on to season two, Russ. I know. Oh yeah. I said, cause I think I labeled season two at the start of January, but I guess it could be when we pass the year. Now this would be yeah, season two, episode two <laughs> going into year two. This is crazy. Year two. So, Hey, if we get the topics, keep coming in. And um, we won't run that out of episodes because we'll right. continue to do it. <laughs> That's it. Sweet. Well, appreciate you guys listening every week. As always, I'm Russ Lyman. You keep your world fun bit by bit. Peace out.